What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the ninth episode of Shaws and Kings. It's your boy Shaheen Keith Farnoosh, aka Weapon X. And uh, today, uh, we decided to talk, and this is like a last minute kind of thing. We just decided to talk about it. Uh, we want to talk about mental health um, during the COVID 19 pandemic. And, uh, you know, it's that time of year, it's December, winter's coming in, it's getting colder. Uh, a lot of people go through seasonal depression, right? Uh, I'm one of those people. Uh, I speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for, on behalf of you guys, but you know, that's something that I personally go through. Um, guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. And, and, uh, I'm, I'm actually happier in the winter. <laughs> that would make up. sense. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're yeah, a North Scott. Up animal. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But oh, no, I, I think, you know, um, I mean, obviously before the pandemic, you know, mental health was never like, it was always a thing. It was always a big thing, especially mm-hmm. in the U.S. It's what causes a lot of mass shootings. It's what causes a lot of social problems, suicide, depression. Like these things are always relevant. Um, I think with COVID-19, um, it's, I think a lot of people are becoming more self-aware about what's going on with themselves. And it's causing a lot of people to crash. Um, so it's not that for, so I think that it's not that COVID is the root cause of you being, or not you, but like someone being depressed. But I think that it being there just exposes some of the problems that's going on within you because you're not really doing some of the same things you were pre pandemic, right? Like you might be working from home. You might've been laid off and uh, you know, you're not going out with your friends as much to really distract yourself from your inner demons. Right. So you're kind of being forced to, in many cases, like isolating yourself and you're now aware of, the conversations you have with yourselves in your head. Um, and for some people like, and you know, I think like a lot of people are goal oriented and they have to put that shit on pause. Right. Um, like if you're an artist, you want to go out and do shows, you can't, uh, you want to go out and network. Well, now you can only do it online. Um, right. It's, it's, you want to go out and socialize not really much not really much you can do if you're a person if you're someone with uh, if you're a dude and you want to work on your dating your dating life right you want to go out you just broke up with your girl you want to put yourself back out there and now you can't right mm-hmm. um well i mean you can but it's the the resources i would say is not as available you're not going to be going out to a club making out with people you're not going to really be mingling not that you should really meet your significant other at a bar or a club that's not even what i'm getting at but uh what i'm trying to say i just think that the opportunity to self-improve have now been severely limited um Mm. Like I like I like to go to the gym three or four times a week in Connecticut. It's gotten COVID's getting pretty bad again, uh, so I, I mean gyms are still open. I'm choosing not to go because I live with people who are over sixty years old. Uh, I'm not a piece of shit, so you know I want to make sure that uh, you know I, I'm not like passing on anything to them, right? Out of respect. Um, and plus now we're now it's December. It's winter. People have seasonal depression. Um, 
it's cold. You're not like it's already like it's just more shit to add to the shit show that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot to get into with that, isn't there? Um, so for me, like, it's kind of a topic for a different podcast, but let's just say to start it off, I'm kind of used to isolating myself in the past and I've done it kind of on purpose, kind of not in the past before. So this hasn't been as traumatic for me as like it might be for other people because I'm kind of to an extent used to doing that. Um, but the uh, where did I even begin with this? Uh, with like seasonal depression, I actually get that in the spring. So I don't really like the winter one. I don't doesn't really come to me as much um mm. there's something about the winter i find invigorating like the cold it makes me feel alive and like want to get out and do shit because like it's cold like that's the way it works on me i don't i don't know um sure on yeah <laughs> but um as far as like social interaction and exposing not necessarily like bad things in your life but things that maybe you work a lot and you don't think have the time to think about otherwise or you know something that is in the background of everything else you do and now because you're stuck at home or you don't have a job anymore or xyz it's constantly there now right and that's one of the things a lot of like news stations and stuff don't really talk about is with this pandemic yeah, there's people dying of COVID-19, but a lot more people are dying this year than in past years of like suicide. Right. Um, and a lot of that is due to the stress of the pandemic and what it does to people, not just financially, but mentally when they're constantly with themselves for the first time and probably well, maybe their whole life, you know, maybe they've never actually sat with themselves and thought about shit. They're just constantly like grinding it out and going for it. And then, they're stuck at home now and all they're left with is themselves. Um, and that could be Do you fucking think tough. represents like a flaw that that's a societal problem in general, even pre pandemic, because I truly believe that most people like in, in our schools, like in elementary, middle school, high school, or even college, we're not really mm. taught to be self-aware. We're not really taught to look into ourselves and, figure out what we want as human beings and what makes us happy, what we want, what fulfills us, um, what bothers us, uh, what empowers us as individuals. We're, we're really just trained to be uh, cogs in this greater machine, right? Uh, and we're, we become, through this process, disconnected with ourselves, right? Um, mm not suggesting that we shouldn't have like an, uh, like a U.S. workforce or an economy. That's not at all what I'm implying here, but I just think that the way they kind of raise us growing up, it's like we, they kind of detach, detach from our individual, detach from the individual and then make us into machines. And now when, when the pandemic hits, we're just emotionally, mentally, spiritually, just unprepared for it. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. I mean, that's all part of the whole, you know, K through 12 public school system. It's kind of 
for lack of a better word, it kind of castrates you from yourself and it makes you set into this, you know, set of principles that they dictate to you the whole time and you fail out if you don't meet those particular credentials, right? So you're kind of, I mean, it's based on like old, I think it was like the Prussian military school model is what most schools now are modeled on in the West, at least. So it's basically, it's meant to make good like workers and soldiers. It's not made to make you a good person. Um, <laughs> uh, that's not to say that you can't, you know, seek knowledge outside of that, but some people right. don't fucking have time to, right? Um, but <sighs> do you think it's even the fact that like people yeah. don't have the time? I mean, yeah, people don't have the time to, but I feel like people also don't realize like there are resources out there. You know what I yeah, mean? I mean I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, it's a lack of time. Sometimes, I mean, a lot of times it's a lack of awareness. Like most people yeah. are not self-aware enough to realize they even have an issue in the first place that they should look right. into. Right. Um, uh, let's see. Where else can we go with this? <laughs> um, oh, well, just not necessarily a mental health thing, but it kind of goes into it. Uh, when you start talking about like the immune system and nutrition and things like that, that people can do to prevent even getting not just COVID, but any sickness in general, right? Like I know you said, you know, you suffer from uh, seasonal affective disorder, right? The seasonal depression. And I know in the past we've talked about, you take vitamin D supplements and vitamin D nutritionally speaking is actually closer to a hormone than it is to a vitamin because of how much it actually works within your body and it actually does rel like regulate your mute mood um in addition to other things so that's actually like it's not an antidepressant so to speak but it can mitigate some of that for people i don't know if it works on like severely depressed people but um i know yeah. it definitely helps with like seasonal depression because one of the main causes of that. that is lack of vitamin d right yeah and, like I, uh yeah. you know there's other other like vitamins and minerals that are good for just health in general that can help boost your mental health. Right. But, um, you know, people mm -hmm. don't really talk about that either. You know, it's, and the standard American diet also isn't the best for, uh, meeting your nutritional needs, so to speak, mm -hmm. um, in general. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it most certainly isn't. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, come into conversation, man. What, what are you, I can go about? ahead and attest to all of this. But I think where it all starts is, like you said, when we're younger. And I don't think that um, adults think when they're raising their kids. I don't think a lot of us are taught um, from when we're younger to pass it down to our kids, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. How important it is to address mental health and look at um, signs so to speak, for lack of a better word, of uh, things that your your children are going through. Um, if I want to take it back to my own parents, I'm pretty sure that mental health was not as big an issue in their mind as it is mm -hmm. in today's society now. And they probably weren't looking for little things like, oh, you know, like he's just being a kid or that's just normal or they just wave off little things that probably were indicators that we were already dealing with something. And because it was never addressed, we probably didn't develop the right methods on how to cope with our emotions and our feelings. And I feel that that she's on into our adult lives many times. Um, 
if it's not addressed um, properly. Because, um, you know, as adults, if we don't learn the foundation on how to deal with our uh, emotions and our frustrations or anger or however, or whatever issues that we have as children, then as adults, um, when we have to deal with even more societal pressures and like life really hits us and it's not as carefree as we were as kids, then um, like we become all of a sudden lost in, when it comes to how to deal with um, certain situations or circumstances that life throws our way. For example, um, you know, I know for a lot of kids are, or males in particular are not encouraged to express emotion. Always tell us, for example, don't cry or don't look sad, just suck it up, tough it out. And, and I know where that sentiment comes from, obviously, and it, it's all meant well, but at the same time, there are certain things that we need to work through and process. If we have a relative that dies, for example, it is okay to cry. Nobody should be telling you that you shouldn't be there bawling or you don't have the right to cry your eyes out, um, regardless of mm -hmm. if you're 18 or if you're five, because that's a part of working through the emotion and acknowledging that you do feel something and that there is something there and that it's something that you got to work through in order to adapt and, um, and grow as a human being. But there are circumstances like that as children that we are taught to, you know, addressing that. It's more like instead of addressing it, we should be, you know, ignoring it or pretending it doesn't exist. I feel like, you know, that causes a common problem um, passing on into adulthood. Now we're, we're talking about COVID and, how this amplifies all stuff like this. Um, we as adults also, like you said, we keep really busy, a lot of us, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally. I know myself as an artist, when there was no COVID, I was constantly doing shows. I juggled two jobs. I was in the recording studio way and making music with other people, doing features whatever the case may be. And sometime in between there, I managed to squeeze whatever semblance of a, a personal life I had left. Now, you know, I, I, I don't regret doing any of that. It was fun, but I wasn't forced to uh, confront a lot of the, uh, what I would like to say, issues that I have to confront now. Now that mm -hmm. I have all this spare time, I have to spend more time with my family. And not to knock my family, but sometimes your family gets on your nerves and you don't always see eye to eye with all your family members. I know my family members love me, but I know sometimes they want to strangle the crap out of me. And that's just <laughs> a bad truth. My, my Persian dad wants to take his belt and <laughs> do all sorts of types of shit with it to me. I'm dude. pretty sure. <laughs> still about to come out, <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I don't even know, but I'm sure he has, I mean, he hasn't done it, but I'm sure evil thoughts, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, the, I don't mind is uh, the devil's playground. So who knows what he's thinking when I'm slowly get irritating him, but Mine you know, the devil's playground. You, that was deep. Things, 
the I yeah the um the idol mine is the devil's playground yeah, but man. yeah <laughs> but, but yeah no when you you know little things that don't bother you necessarily before because you're just like oh it's just not a big deal I've got other things to worry about now they, they just irritate you and you begin to notice things about people you didn't notice before I'm not saying it's necessarily mm. all bad but now you actually have no choice but to confront these emotions, these feelings, these circumstances, these situations. And some people were just not prepared for this. So that's why, and even if you, even with Absolutely. seasonal depression, right? If you have seasonal depression, yeah. right? You could always, on regular circumstances, if you have a close friend, for example, you have the option of going to a trusted person that you trust to go talk to. Well, maybe you can't do that anymore because that person's not accessible. It, it, it may not be as easy just to connect like we are on uh, video all the time um, or for whatever reason. You can't even go see someone face to face anymore. If you want to go talk to a psychiatrist. They've got you on um, Zoom call or they got you on, um, um, you know, FaceTime. And it kind of doesn't feel the same either because you've got to totally, totally relocate yourself to a secluded place. But at the same time, it's like, well, wait a second. I'm supposed to be social distancing. So where am I going to go? Am I going to have this conversation with my shrink in my car? Or like, am I going to have this heart to heart in my house, but my walls are paper thin and my family is being nosy right. and shit. So, you know, it creates all this discomfort. And I don't know, maybe I've gone on a tangent with all this, but I just can see where in from multiple directions, regardless of whether it's from an isolationist point of view and just being separate from people or being forced to being with a bunch of people that you normally don't spend a whole lot of time with from both sides of the fence, how this could really start to play on people's um, mental state and emotions. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the pandemic and everything around it, it's the perfect recipe for everyone's demons to start screaming at them in their own head when they're alone. And if you're not used to that or you've never dealt with it before, you uh, don't have the tools to try to work through that, I can see how that can, you know, drive people fucking nuts. Yeah, I think everyone, like everyone in the pandemic lost something. And uh, because of the pandemic, right? And it might just, it's something different for everyone. So like with some people, it could just be like a job. And now they have mm -hmm. to worry about providing for their family because things got shut down. Uh, mm -hmm. For some people, again, like, uh, you know, like long distance relationships, relationships end. You, know, you can't see that person mm -hmm. anymore at all. Uh, you know, relationships with your own friends. You're not really going out with them much. Uh, you, I mean, things just it's it's almost like a chain reaction like a domino effect where it feels like everything's kind of like falling apart and i can tell you mm. for some people it's like like me personally like i have always used like my own ambitions and like my goals to I, I wouldn't say distract but like fight my own demons right like this pursuing music and working on you know going to the gym and having goals with that and stuff. It's like, yeah, you're, you're going somewhere. There's a direction. And now for many people, like you're directionless, there's nothing to really work towards. Uh, 
<laughs> and you just don't know what to do. You know, like luckily we got the Shaws and Kings podcast. We're all working on like we're good. Uh, but a lot of people just yeah, that, that's kind of been keeping me going a little bit. That's I'll be honest, and yeah, that has mm-hmm. been keeping me going a little bit. I don't know. Today I might be losing my mind if I wasn't doing this episode. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, bro, I'm there with you. Uh, and um, but but you know, again, it goes beyond us three. And I'm kind of curious to see what kind of social effects will this pandemic have in the future? Like right now, like we might all be depressed. We're sad. Like our mental health is going to, sh- going to shit right now to be kind of blunt about it. <laughs> but in, in a couple of years, I wonder, because this pandemic wasn't just a few months, like we're approaching a year in March and keep yeah. in mind like when this pandemic started, it was like right before spring. Like right before Norus, right? Uh, so the Persian New Year. So um, it was just warming up, like starting to warm up. So you were able to go outside. You know what I mean? You would go out on your, at least like you would go out on your walks. You could go to the park and take walks maybe with like one other, one or two other people. Um, me and Keith live in Connecticut. I mean, it's already, it's a pretty dead state that we live in anyway. So I, I never really saw like 20 crowds of 20, uh, even when, even at its busiest time pre pandemic, but, right. um, but now, you know, it's cold. So you don't want to go outside. Well, most people, unless you're an animal like Keith, uh, <laughs> uh, that all jokes, all jokes, but no, but you don't really want to go outside. It gets dark by the time it's like three forty-five PM. Uh, I'm not sure what it's like in LA, but, um, you know, like, so some people, you, you just have, like, nothing, I mean, like, and also, like, keep in mind, like, the production of what we can, a lot of the things that we consume stopped, right? Like, they're not really making new episodes of the shows you like. They're not really making movies right now. When was the last time you've gone? I mean, movie theaters have been open, yet, I mean, like, I haven't gone to movies since, like, February or March. They're just not releasing movies. Uh, yeah. Like a lot of the things that we want to see have been postponed to like sometime next year. And, uh, you know, like video games are coming out, but like, and that's another dangerous, in my opinion, because now we have things to dis- like, we're having, I don't know. I feel like now we're, we're on consumer overdrive because we're just, we're so bored and some of us might not know how to deal with our emotions. So now we're consuming more shit. We're, cons- we're playing more video games. We're binge watching more Netflix than we already than we were before. Um, and I can just tell you, man. Like, have you? Like, I've watched an entire season of a show on in one day. But I, I've done that mm. shit before. And do like at the end of the day, like you feel like this is like a brain fog. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just feel drained, and like your your body feels it, your mind feels it. You kind of just feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, and uh, I feel like more and more people are. I mean, I don't do that very, very rarely do I do that. Um, but I feel like there are people now who are doing that more and more and more often. And we're looking for shit to just consume. And I already felt like, as, a, as American society and Western society in general, we've already had a problem with consumerism and just consuming meaningless shit. And as time goes on, like 
the type of music that we consume and the type of movies that we consume are already like they're getting dumb they're getting dumbed down by the year right like like if you look at like hip-hop as a rapper i say this i'm sure farnoosh agrees with me as a fellow rapper like the type of music that's made like mainstream hip-hop like it's getting dumber and dumber and dumber uh you know, how dare you shane it is true right like, like nowadays if like if there's an artist oh, who puts shit. out a song with a message like people oh this mm. guy's corny he has a message let me hear some uh you put on some drake and future no disrespect to drake and future i like their music too Little uzi vert come on now yeah put on some no just dis- <laughs> listen no disrespect to any of these artists all right uh but I just feel like oh, Shikashi. <laughs> Complete disrespect to that guy. But that's for different oh, reasons. I don't care about him making music. He's just a despicable human being. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, say what you want about those guys. I'm sorry. Like, I went off on a tie break, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, sorry. Yeah. We're just going to keep naming off people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, you know, say what you want about these people, but people consume their content. Like you, oh, like people shit. always like to complain about, oh, Takashi or Uzi Vert or Future, they're ruining hip hop. But what you, I mean, people say that, but people are choosing to consume this content. Mm. So sometimes I don't know who's to blame. Like, do we blame the individual for choosing to listen to this kind of stuff? Or do we blame the record labels who are pushing out this content to the masses and a lot of people feel like there's not enough options out there to listen to, so they just listen to these types of music. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't blame the artist. You can't blame the artist for that because they're just making shit that they know is going to sell, right? Right. Like, it's not their fault that it's less uh, mindful, shall we say? <laughs> yeah. No, well, I would say, I would say, I mean, that's a uh, that kind of goes into a different topic, but it's trying to stick with this one. That kind of goes with, yeah, maybe it's not the artist's fault, but there's the danger with the consumerism and us becoming a more consumptuous society under these uh, pandemic um, conditions, because mm-hmm. the people, just like the uh, the people who are running social media, people who are, um producing these items for consumption are very well aware of people's mental states right now, which is why they're pouncing on this, uh, creating more items to consume, so to speak. And they're not necessarily good items. Now I'll I'll bring in a case in point that a statistic that existed even way before COVID. You want to know who bought the most shit off a QVC historically every year. Who? Old people. You know why old people bought it? Because old people were bored, had nothing to do except sit there, watch the TV, and then they would call the number not necessarily because they needed this, the stuff they were buying, but because QVC would sit there and talk to them for an hour, a representative would talk to them, when they had no one to talk to and they felt like they were talking to someone. There were old people that would say they've had a bunch of junk at home that they didn't even need that they bought. Poor old people spent their money on the useless shit because somebody was talking to them on the phone. Now, bring that and apply that to anyone during the time of the pandemic. 
We've got all this time. A lot of us don't know how to deal with things like isolation. Probably there are people who probably never been isolated a moment in their life. Um, and now they're searching for ways to occupy their time, but the options that are now available to them may not necessarily be healthy for their mental health. Like we yeah. may be feeding them uh, media of various sorts, be it video games, movies, e even um, YouTube videos that, uh, for lack of a better term to describe it, might be slowly poisoning us in a way or influencing us, influencing us in manners that may not necessarily be to our benefit. Yeah. I definitely, Absolutely. definitely agree with that. Um, I mean, as somebody who, like, I mean, it's, not, it's a different topic, but when I isolated myself, I can tell you that YouTube videos both helped and did not help me. Right. Um, <laughs> like, I found good things that helped me get move forward and things that kept me in a place that was not good mentally, uh, definitely. So I can definitely relate to that. Mm. Um, as far as, like, people's relationships during the pandemic i mean for the most part i've been pretty lucky with that like i still get to see my most of my family and uh at least the family that i was close to before this um still get to you know hang out with my nephews and let them beat the shit out of me because it's hilarious um <laughs> but uh you know things like relationships with like friends or going out to date or anything like that like you know, me and Shaheen used to hang out with uh, our friend Chris on Tuesdays every time we would go to the movies and then we'd go to Denny's afterwards. And that's been a ritual for like the past six <laughs> years. Yes. Yeah, so right. Fucking ritual. Yeah. Um, it's, it's yeah. Like literally every Tuesday, like pretty much every Tuesday. Um, and then uh, like at the beginning of this pandemic, I went to the first week of March, I was down in Texas and literally the, weekend i got back was when everything shut down um and like i'm not going to be going back to texas probably until sometime later next year if i mm -hmm. go back next year at all right like or anywhere really um like even going to new york now i'm not like will i go to new york city next year i don't i don't fucking know <laughs> yeah i mean um even last month, like I wanted to go to LA to see Farnoosh and film that because me and Farnoosh recorded a song and uh, we wanted to do the music video for, we wanted to shoot it last month, but we couldn't. Mm -hmm. And now LA uh, is under like LA and California specifically are under like the most, the, you know, the strictest lockdown in the country. And I know Farnoosh is a big supporter of that. And <laughs> <laughs> I am okay let me clarify i don't <laughs> mind people sheltering in place what i am against is when you ask us to make that sacrifice for you and you don't take care of us no that's yeah. I, that's absolutely reasonable absolutely yeah i think if you're forcing businesses to close uh you got to give them the financial resources to survive uh or when your politicians don't follow the same rules that they tell you to follow. That's uh... right. That's that, that's a fair criticism. Yeah, new fun. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but that, I mean, 
so that i mean so i feel like with a lot of people um we just feel like we've hit like a brick wall and by the way i don't want our listeners to listen to this and be like damn like these three dudes are like depressing as fuck (laughs) and uh and we have no hope for our lives so we're gonna like do something to ourselves that we shouldn't be doing that's not what i'm trying to imply here but you know we're i feel like the three of us right now are just kind of like letting it all out and trying to maybe come up with a solution on what to do how to um because I mean, like we're 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 stuck with this reality. It's a thing. There's nothing we can really do, uh, other than really. I mean, like as for the pandemic, like it's gonna go away eventually. Uh, we just don't know when. And then the thing is, like, what do we do once it's over? Because when you've been in the dark for so long, once you see the light, you're like, you're good. It's gonna blind you. Like you're gonna be like, you know, covering your eyes with your arm. Like what the fuck, right? And. Uh, I feel like, yo, once COVID's over, I feel like we're, as a society, we're going to have something like that where like things are going to go back to normal and we're like, wait, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I think people like, are going to either appreciate everything more and like be have close relationships with people or they're going to be paranoid about shit happening again and be like even more cut off. Sure. You know, um, like going like with relationship stuff right i mean shaheen broke up you broke up with your girlfriend in new york because during the distance pandemic wouldn't work out right um i was talking to some people before the pandemic and one of them during and they just fucking disappeared like and on and like in any other time period i would take that personally right just in general but like i don't know what the fuck you have going on during a pandemic i'm not gonna you know judge you for it either you know yeah um so it's like working through stuff like that even right just like what's the future with any any of that stuff if there is any like how will i feel next year if there's a vaccine one of those people tries hitting me up again like oh you want to go out now like am i gonna you know what i mean like am i gonna be understanding or am i gonna tell them to go fuck themselves (laughs) it's very hard to analyze i think like because normally pre-pandemic you're like you i i'm pretty good at like people reading so like if someone does a certain thing that i don't Mm. like i can usually tell why this person has done it uh but now it's like the the era of this covid thing it's like well we're in a pandemic and people yo i mean like i'll I'll tell a story like something that happened today i was at the mall and there was this dude uh, in, in one of the kiosks who was uh, selling pillows. And this dude was like hustling. And he was like, uh, like uh, he kind of gave off like this slimy oh, salesman kind of. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can you hear me now? Oh, you're back. You're back now. Uh, okay. Yep, I'm you're back. back now. All right. Okay. So he was giving off like this slimy salesman kind of look, vibe kind of thing. And it was, mm. and, uh, he was like exaggerating. He's like, "Oh, this pillow at at this bed bed and bath store is like two hundred dollars. I'm selling it for half the price at one hundred dollars." He ended and like I was talking to him. I was talking to him, and uh, I, I ended up kind of being a dick to him, right? And later after later on, because I was like, "Dude, like," I was basically I told him like, "Dude, like I feel like you're trying to dupe me." Like, you're trying to, like, come on. Like, I know it's not $200. <laughs> like, you know? Right. And, uh, yeah. 
I felt later on, I felt bad because I thought more and more. I'm like, okay, we are in a pandemic and people are hustling for money and it's the holidays. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize, well, you know, I probably shouldn't have been a dick to him. And uh, I feel like, and in general, I just think people like myself included, because I, I feel like I fucked up today, but I feel like people in general should be more mindful that, you know, like, like you said, Keith, mm-hmm. like you don't know what people are going through right now in this pandemic. Like, it could be any random thing. Uh, yeah. And I'll be open like with me, like, uh, I lost a studio I go to, right? So I normally go to a studio, uh, a specific studio to record my stuff. And that guy basically doesn't have a studio. Well, he, he, he basically closed the doors on his studio because for, for reasons due to the pandemic, he just feels like he has to pay attention to things outside of the studio, right? And yeah. that, that affects me, right? And because like now mm-hmm. I can't do what I need to do. Well, I mean, I, I'm going to find ways to, but I, it affects me directly and it affects my own consumers, the people who consume my music and my content because yeah. now it's like, wait, where's Shaheen's music, man? So, you know, it, it, it's this chain, like it's this chain reaction. And now like maybe some of my fans are going to be like, oh, like, um, like I really looked up to Shaheen, like his consistency. And now I feel like I can't look up to him anymore because he's not providing music as consistently. And then they'll get sad. They'll get sad and they'll lose faith and then they'll take out their anger and put it on other people. I don't know, man, like this, there's this crazy energy going on. It's fucking everything up. And (laughs) um, (laughs) all jokes as well. That's not even a joke, but. To no. get back to the series, like, um, because to the to our listeners, the very few listeners we have right now, listening, uh, what's like, what are some solutions to this, right? Like, how how can we prepare ourselves for the light that will come within six months or a year, or maybe longer? Hopefully not longer, but like, how can we prepare yeah. ourselves for that light when it comes? How? if you're an ambitious person and what can you do if what can we do to really because we all we all have our demons right right guys like we all take it in i think we take it in small steps because i know that a lot of what we've focused on in the discussion is kind of us been like you said pouring our emotions out and our thoughts out regarding this pandemic and all the chaotic feelings it's evoked and the uh, situations it's caused. But um, to give listeners, you know, and viewers a, you know, glimmer of hope, again, we did create, like us, for example, we created this uh, this um, podcast. And so far we're on episode nine and it's slowly growing, but it is growing. It is because we put the time and effort into um, being uh, doing something positive with our time and being productive and maybe even in some ways with these discussions that we're having, helping other people out and dealing and coping as well. Um, as mm-hmm. far as, um, you know, um, other things, for example, I did have spare time. Um, I recently um, got certified to be a, a human resource consultant. I don't know if I would have had the time to do that 
if I was still working or if I did, if it would have been as doable or as easy to accomplish um, without time. But I made the best mm. of it. And I'm not, you know, everyone's going to be different. Everyone is going to deal with things a certain way. And we all process um, situations in life differently. However, the one encouraging thing is, is that you can do things. And it's not all uh, visible. We can take steps to towards the moment that when this pandemic is drawing to a close, that we are preparing ourselves to embark on that new chapter in our lives. You know, maybe you do want to do something positive uh, when this pandemic is over. You have plans or you already had plans and this just halted to them. Focus on a different aspect. For example, I know that it hasn't stopped your grind with music, Shaheen. It's just caused you to look in a different direction. Now, instead of maybe putting in content, you're spending more time looking at um, analytics or you're now, you know, connecting with some more people via social media and gauging where the interests are. Things that you couldn't do before. Now, or I mean, you could, but, you know, now you have a little bit more time since less time needs to be diverted in this direction. Um, you know, go there. I know it's difficult during the pandemic. I mean, the, uh, I know I can't go to a gym. They're all closed out here. But, for example, go jog, you know, do a couple sit-ups. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, you know, these are very simple things to do. And I'm not saying that they're going to change your life forever. Although for some people, it really could if they took it really seriously. I mean, some people, a couple of, uh, you know, set the sit-ups after a month or two or change their mental and physical health at home. Um, but, you know, take that time to focus on yourself. Because at the end of the day, it's important for us to realize this isn't going to last forever. The vaccine really is around the corner, um, if it, if we're to believe what they say they are doing with it and the timeline for its release. And by 2021, you could either get the jump start on the rest of your life, or you could sit back and well, just kind of watch 2020 really waste away. Because yes, it was a shit year, but at least I can look back on it personally and I can tell myself I didn't waste it. I definitely at least got some things accomplished. And we all have that. We all have the capacity to do that. And by doing that, it does help our uh, mental health. Um, by staying active, it, it's just a natural cause and effect of it. You're going to um, you know, take steps in a more positive direction rather than have time to dwell and sulk and talk about how shitty this year really was because there's no doubt about it 2020 was shit but you could still mine some diamonds out of that instead of wallowing in the crap absolutely mm -hmm. yeah definitely uh yeah let's talk about po more positive things like solutions now <laughs> after we yeah. you know um so for me personally i mean shaheen can attest to this a little better because i've known him longer no offense farnoosh but uh, I used to be in None taken. really good shape, like probably about two years ago. I was probably in some of the best shape of my life. And part of the reason for that is I would go into the gym and I would absolutely destroy myself. That's the way I like working out. I like 
going to the point of like, I'm about to tear every bone tendon off my bone. And then I feel like I got a workout in. Right. Um, and with the pandemic, um, dude, so and starting an office you're not job even struggling. I, I see you, dude, you're lifting, you're benching like 400 pounds. You're not even struggling, bro. Like you're, you're like pretending to struggle. I, I know you keep Come on, man. I, I, you know, struggle just, after a few reps. Okay. <laughs> after a few reps, I start feeling it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but with, uh, with the pandemic, right. Everything's closed down. I was already not really like working out as much last year as I did before. And now it's like, I don't have access to any of that equipment that would get, I feel it gives me a good workout. So now it's like an ego killer where I'm like, oh, I have to do push-ups and this kettlebell and like this bullshit. And I feel like I'm not even working out. Like, yeah. um, but it's great. No, but that's... if I didn't do it, my mental health would probably be much worse than it is now. Cause I'm not, the thing is, even if it's not just ex- not just exercise, like lifting, like going on a run, going on a walk, just going out in nature is great for that because otherwise you're just going to have all this stagnant bullshit energy that's trapped in you Not to get all, you know, metaphysical and woo woo about it. But like, <laughs> you're going to be stuck physically and mentally Absolutely. like by yourself in isolation. Now mm. you need to move that somewhere else. And that can be any, like a sport that can be working out. That can be, meditation, breath work, um, reading, there's all kinds of shit you can do that will get you out of that mind state, right? Where you're not stagnant anymore. Or let's say you're somebody who's been on autopilot for the past, you know, 10 years, you've been working the same job, whatever. And now you're stuck at home by yourself, right? And there's nothing to do. I don't know. What's a hobby that you've been putting off doing for the last 10 years? What's something you've thought about doing in the past that now you have the time for, right? Start looking into that. You can, one of the positive things about YouTube, you can literally look up free information about how to do most anything. Oh yeah, Um, absolutely. Like one of the things uh, I wanted, I've been thinking about doing for the past like three years and I haven't really done much with it from buy it and is start learning how to blacksmith. Um, And I was going to take courses and like, was basically a school for it before the pandemic and now it's like why not just watch some youtube videos on it check it out see what i can start doing at my house right mm-hmm. instead of needing to do like oh i need to take this 300 hundred dollar bladesmithing course and this 500 hundred dollar jewelry course and this book like mm-hmm. no like mm-hmm. yeah those things are good but there are other options for you that aren't necessarily expensive or prohibitive in other ways that they would be otherwise. I think, you know, you know, you raised like very good points. I think when the pandemic hit, uh, people went from 100 to zero mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be like that. Right. So they went from like, like a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people, even pre pandemic, they didn't have good habits, but the few that they had all gone mm-hmm. and uh i mean but there are also some people who are like re- really on top of their shit like 100 boom like down to zero right and i obviously because as we talked before yeah because of the pandemic it's almost i would say it's impossible to really stay at 100 but it doesn't have to go down to zero you know and like you said like right. we can still get our walks we can still get our runs uh Person, I, I'll, I'll, I'll admit to my mistakes. I, I, 
I mean, I can't really lift right now. I, I don't really have weights in my house, but I mean, I, but maybe I could hold myself more accountable and maybe do more push-ups or maybe more body weight exercises. Uh, and you know what I mean? Like I could be doing more of that. Um, I, and also you, I think people should also, well, we talked about this, watch what you eat. Um, right. Because yeah. I, I know for a fact, me pre pandemic, pre pandemic, I was doing really good. And I'm not like me personally, I, I feel like I didn't, I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't really have bad eating habits even today, but I feel like because we are consuming more garbage, like more crappy TV shows, stuff like that. We're going to be eating Doritos, popcorn, a bunch of crap that we probably are better off not eating. And I feel like because of the pandemic, we're consuming more, we want more, we're looking for more quick highs. And mm-hmm. that could, that involves food that is bad for your body, therefore bad for your mental health. So, uh, you know, obviously I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not claiming to be, but just be aware of what you're eating and how much you know, eat your fruits and veggies. I, you know, I'm not trying to sound like your kindergarten teacher, but you know, uh, just you know, Hogan, brother. Yeah. Just, just Avoid, eat, you know, just stay eat. away from the donut burger at sugar factory in Mohegan sun. Yeah. That's all I will tell shit. you. Yeah. Donut burger. Don't do it. Just don't uh, do it. It was good one time, but the donut burger. No, nah, dude, I can't do that shit. Bro. Oh no. They, there was one at, they have one at an LA County fair and mm-hmm. literally it was, you know, sandwiched between two things that look like eight balls of sugar donuts. And, <laughs> um, and I looked at it and I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty bad. I'm getting better. I've gotten better this year, but I used to be pretty mm-hmm. bad when it came to food, especially I love to eat all that kind of fair food. But I oh, looked yeah. at that. And I was like, no, I've got limits. This, this, right. this, and then I asked the guy who ate it. He's like, what? I was like, what did this taste like? I know this is off topic, but I'll just finish it off right here. He said, and he's like, I don't understand why you would put patty of meat and put it in between two, like, um, engulf it in sugar. He's like, you can't taste the meat anymore. It just tastes like sugar. Yeah. I mean, meat meat's already a sweet taste as it is, so that that doesn't go together at all. Honestly, oh, you can't you can't do that. <laughs> it's fucked up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as I what, what 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 was I even saying before that? Uh, You're talking about nutrition, um, right? How it affects your mental health. Uh, yeah, I was going so watch what you eat, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Different, you know, we were talking about the habits oh, and stuff like that. I just that, wanted right? to survive, yeah. advise, like, maybe, like, um, find a friend who would hold you accountable to something. So if you want to pick up mm-hmm. a positive habit, uh, you know, find a friend who would like, hold you accountable. Hey, have you been doing what you wanted? Have you been doing what you said you want to do? And also, if you have a new goal, like, don't go overboard with it. Like, and, and like, this is just something, like, with the self-improvement community in general, like, even pre-pandemic uh where it's like 
oh, I'm going to do this every single day. First, I'm going to wake up, then I'm going to meditate, and then I'm going to I'm going to journal, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to exercise for exactly 35 minutes, and then I'm going to ex- express yeah. my gratitude, and then I'm going to do, and then I'm going to go exercise, and then I'm going to do this and this and this, and and you know, it becomes like you you're going to I mean, like that might that might work for like a week, and then you're going to burn out. So if I can advise you, like, if you're going to start doing this whole self-improvement thing this week, like, you know, which is great, I think you should, but start slow. Like if you had, you know, like I think Jordan Peterson says, like, if you, if you have a messy room, if you're that, if you're really that or disorganized and like start with just cleaning your room, you know, right. just start, <laughs> just start from that. Um, if, if you're already beyond that, and let's say like you're just like, very lazy, you never exercise. Instead of saying I'm gonna go commit two hours to the gym every single day, just start with walks. You know, like just go around your neighborhood. Like maybe like take a walk or like a uh, a walk around your hood. Uh, you don't gotta, you know, you don't gotta be lifting like more than you can carry and shit. And like you know, like don't go overboard with it. Um, baby steps, basically. Baby mm. steps, man. Like when I started yeah, doing. Yeah. Like, like with me, it's like as a musician, it's like I remember, uh, I had a, I had a, I have a good friend who used to always do. You got to write like uh, all these verses every week, and then you got to like write also like this many songs a month and put them all out, and you got to do this and do like you're gonna burn out. Like you know what I mean? Like it's good to work yep. hard, but you're gonna burn out. Like start like understand where your comfort uh, comfort zone is and push just a little bit beyond that. Don't go overboard with it because then eventually if you do you're going to burn out then you're going to give up and then you're back to square one you discourage yourself uh, as well because once you realize you couldn't take on that big load at once which is normal because you're not supposed to be able to take on that huge amount of uh pressure at once then um then yeah you just be like oh i failed i don't want to do this anymore It, it was that hard i have a funny you know story about this and i'll just keep it brief but it's like an inside joke that i have with a friend of mine i'm gonna leave his name off the podcast just because i don't want to put him on the spot but he decided one day he's in good shape now but when he started when he wanted to do this he uh he wanted to turn his life around from being like a weakling so to speak with his immune system being low and his um and to increase his muscle mass and so forth. So he decided to implement a project that he called Project 180, where he was going to blog every day about doing all sorts of things like changing massive changes to his diet and working out and then going home and like doing a, a, I don't even know how it is, but it was like Chuck Norris video and karate (laughs) and all this stuff at once. Within about three weeks, he was burnt out, done. Which and who I think it is. Don't say his name. Is who I think it is. Thankfully, I'm not sure. But thankfully, he's not like it didn't discourage him to the point where he quit working out forever or anything because now he's good. But later, he's good. He took it and did it right way. But when he first did this, I would be Christ. Now, every time we want, he said, Yeah, I'm going every time he would bring up, Oh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, you know, go back to the gym. And I'm like, Yeah, you mean like Project 180? 
Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> project 180. I was like, yes. you didn't do a project. You didn't do it. For, that wasn't Project 180, buddy. It was Project 360. 360. You yeah. came right back <laughs> around. That, but, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. What, that's what happens when you take on too much at once. Um, one other thing I want to bring up um, in regards to like solutions. And it's a really simple thing. And it goes back to what you were um, saying about having friends that hold you accountable, Shaheen. And that is, let, let, let's all hold each other accountable as friends. Like me, for example. I, I have no problem telling people that um, I'm not, not going to go into detail, obviously, but I've been going through a lot of shit this week, right? Anybody who's probably monitored me, this podcast, whatever, knows I probably haven't been very active on social media or anything very much this week. Shaheen called me yesterday, texted me, and so forth. And he just, you know, like I'm sure part of it was part of the podcast, get in touch with me, so forth, because we were scheduled today. But a lot of it, I'm pretty sure, was just to check on me and see how I'm doing and, you know, you know, figure out, hey, what's going on? I ain't heard from you in a bit. If you got friends, reach out to your friends. You don't know, just like we don't know what's going on with people. You know, if you're a good friend, you should be reaching out to people and saying, you know, if you haven't heard from them in a while, hey, are you okay? You know, um, you know, is something wrong? Can we help out? Maybe there's nothing wrong. But the fact that we're holding each other accountable as individuals and looking out after each other and trying to be more understanding and conscious human beings about what's going on and knowing what today's situation is like and how it's influencing our mental health, let's check up on each other every once in a while. A phone call, a text, whatever, none of that hurts at all. You could be doing somebody a favor. A lot of people are too prideful to reach out to you. You know, don't think, oh, you know, I could just deal with it on my own. Nobody needs to hear about it. But you'd be surprised if you reach out to them, they may, you may just be that one person they spill their guts out to. And you might keep them from doing something stupid in times like this. So, yeah. um, you know, yeah. to be blunt about it. So, yeah, it's just it's really important. You got friends, you got family. As hard as it gets sometimes, just check up on them once in a while. This is definitely like a topic for another episode, but uh, when it comes to uh, toxic masculinity, but uh, because that, that, that itself is like a whole nother like can, can of worms, but um, it doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, just, uh, I, I, I just want to say like, you know, if you're a guy uh, reaching out to other people for help is not, uh, doesn't make you weak. Um, seeking yeah. out therapy does not make you weak. Uh, having emotion, expressing emotion uh, does not make you weak. It does not make you beta. I don't care what Elliot Hall says. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know, shout out oh, to God. Elliot Hall. But like, I, you know, like, I think, I mean, and this is just that this is like for another episode. But this whole concept of alpha beta, I think, is actually kind of like hurting men. Um, I mean, obviously, we should strive men should always I mean, men and women should always strive to become the better versions of themselves every day but it all the i think the problem with this mentality is like then you'll all then you'll always start to believe that you're not strong enough because you're always trying to be stronger if you're always trying to be stronger then you'll like you're kind of telling yourself like you're weak or that you're not strong enough to be happy 
Oh, but I, right. I think this, I think this could, this is going to transition to another topic. So I think I'm going to end it here. Yeah, we'll uh, have to go ahead. Yeah, and we can, we can, we can just go meet up back for that one. That. <laughs> we can dive into that another time, definitely. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> absolutely. Um, we're all toxic men, right? No, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> Humanity but, um, is toxic. I'll just put it that way. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that. I, I think the system that humanity created is toxic and now we're all living under it. And I think the, that, that, that's just another can of worms, man. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm just some, being controversial. That, okay. That's just some Templar shit you just said. Uh, <laughs> may, I, may the father of understanding. Hey, man, not that's, why, that's why Assassin's Creed Rogue is. Fuck, fuck Assassin's Creed. <laughs> fuck you, know, fuck you little bitch. But, uh, all right, guys. Uh, this has been a great episode i actually had a lot of fun recording this probably because i felt like shit today so i would say this episode has been uh very uh therapeutic sponsored by my therapist and uh yeah but uh, i hope i hope we all enjoy this this episode and i hope you guys listeners also uh pick up something from this episode and um until next time uh, peace out, guys. And uh, by the way, if Farnoosh or Keith want to jump in and say something, you know, now's your time. All right. Um, obviously, like we covered a lot today. If anyone has questions about any of the stuff we talked about, like how to start doing their own exercise things, how to meditate, how to do breath work, things like that, send us a message. We can talk about it, right? When it comes to exercise, um, Keith is your guy. Yeah. But yeah, he's pretty weak. I, like I said, he can only bench like 400 pounds. So, yeah, this chest is just so he, he's so kind weak. of a bitch. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can only lift me on here. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> only every three days, you know. I don't want to overtrain. Um, can only lift Thor's hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. yeah. We yeah. are a resource, guys. By the way, like what Keith said. Mm-hmm. So. uh if you ever want to DM us and just say like, "Hey, man, I feel like shit," uh, you you know you could do that. You know, send us a voice message if you want. Like, we're we're bros. You know what I mean? We, we got you. Uh, hey, I mean that's a that's how this is. You know, this is uh this podcast. You know, three of us got together, uh, but we're all like family, and everybody just watching is like family. You know what I'm saying? Is you know, if you got a problem, reach out. We uh we typically respond back. If you have things you want to add to the discourse, be they on YouTube or on our uh, Instagram page, feel free to do that as well. We'll go ahead and uh, respond. And we always enjoy reading the comments and uh, and checking out the feedback. The one last thing I want to add is that there's no shame in um, reaching out for help if you need it. These are difficult times. And, uh, you know, be it mental or be it something that you it's in the physical that you may need um you know don't let pride be your downfall you know there's nothing wrong with asking for help mental health is really important and if you see signs with anybody else try and help them as well reach out or you know point them in the right direction if you feel that it's out of your realm but definitely don't let this stuff go unnoticed because uh it's times when these things slip through the cracks when they become a real problem and that, you know, where it causes things to happen that 
regrettably we'd rather not see happen. We'd rather see you all here. So um, yeah, that, that that's it on my end, dude. So. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks. Thank you guys both for your input. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Um, and thank you for actually like staying tuned, staying in tune like all this time. Like I think we've been going on for a little over an hour now. So a shout out to all you guys uh, for listening to not only this episode, but I think this is our ninth episode. So um, number 10 coming next week. Number 10. Yeah, we're hitting 10. So, all right, guys. Well, until next time, peace out. Peace out.